21. Where's my scripture? Who's doing my scriptures? Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Can you at least agree with me a little bit that that's a very difficult thing to do? Overcome. It didn't say overcome disagreements with good. It said overcome evil. Evil. Oh, I want to talk to somebody tonight. Here's my thought. Can I do that? If you go and go ahead and go, I'm going to preach, all right? Can I do that? Look at somebody say, I don't know if I can do that. Overcome evil with good. From the very cross itself, Jesus gave us this object lesson. There's no explanation. There's no conclusion. There's no commentary offered. But it was in his response to what occurred. That venomous hatred that makes me stand, makes us stand and watch him in awe. There is no doubt the hatred of the religious few was as painful as the spikes they drove into his hands. To be hated is a feeling that I cannot put words into describe. Now there's some people, no matter what I try, they're not going to like me. I've, I've come to that conclusion. I've been over backwards to try to get people to like me, even changing some things about my personality, try to think maybe I rub them the wrong way. I, I just come to the conclusion occasionally, those, those people are just never going to like me. So I'm going to try to be comfortable just being me. It's not, it's not on me then. But those spikes, surely he felt every ounce of pain but equally as painful was that hatred they had for him. It's an it's a ugly feeling to be hated. That violent mob, they hurled mockery and sarcasm, ridicule right in the face of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Any rational human being, any normal thinking human being, any regular thinking guy or girl would think it's acceptable to retaliate at least a little bit. At least verbally I'm going to retaliate. But Jesus refused the right to revenge. I want to say it again. Jesus refused his right to revenge. Instead, love conquered hate. He overcame evil with good. He said, Father, judge them, destroy them, kill them. He said, Father, forgive them. Can you just feel the mercy of God working? They deserve justice, but he offered good. 
very principle that he practiced on the cross that we saw lived until the day they put him in the ground. But here's the case with my flesh, Brother Playo, which is there's way too much of it. So often when I'm done wrong, when I think I'm a casualty of injustice, I feel injured, I feel like I've been attacked, I feel the need for vindication. I feel like I at least need to say something here. But Jesus just hung there and overcame evil with good. I want to stand up for myself. I want to stand up for you. I want to at least put in a good word. Everything they said about him was in error and lie. Everything they accused him of was wrong and a lie. But imagine this tonight, or at least suppose with me. Suppose we go ahead and retaliate. Now what? Suppose you are subjected to wrong. Suppose you are accused unjustly. Suppose somebody takes it upon themselves to make your life miserable. And then you retaliate. Now what? First of all, the very desire for vengeance is destructive. The very desire to pay back is destructive. If we dwell on the thought, I'll put it this way. If I dwell on the thought, it's going to grow. I know me. Way too much flesh to deal with inside my, my carcass here. Way too much going on. I've said it a hundred times. If you could just do this and look inside, way too many storms going on in here. It's a battle that never, never amounts in victory for me. It will tear at my heart, rip at my soul, bruise my mind, and yet I want vindication. A poet said this, and I quote, Hatred does more damage to the vessel in which it's stored than to the object, uh, than to the object on which it's poured. Let me try that without goofing up. Hatred does more damage to the vessel in which it's stored than to the object on which it's poured. Unquote. Sadly, no amount of revenge satisfies my thirst to pay back. If I get a little bit, I want more. Am I preaching to myself tonight? I am preaching to myself. But is there anybody else out there with me? I want to be justified, especially if I've done no wrong. But he just hung there. To get even is impossible. Impossible. If I retaliate, I'm the less because of it. If I retaliate feeling justified in my response, you think less of me. You think I'm not quite big enough to just go on with roll, roll with the flow, go with the flow, and roll with the punches. We never win if we retaliate. For a moment of time, it feels good. For just a moment, it feels good. But there's a bigger price to pay in my retaliation than in your injuring me. If I injure you and you retaliate, you are the one paying the greater price, unfortunately. 
because retaliation begets retaliation. The object lesson is so clear. It's so clear. We can, we must overcome evil with good. Now, putting my house up on blocks, that's a little tough to think about, Brother Lance, but we can, we must overcome evil with good. Can I do that? I'll tell you what I'm well-versed at. I'm well-versed at building up an argument in my mind why you need to be paid back. I'm well-versed at accomplishing arguments in my brain why I need to... There used to be in stores, and this is, this is probably not of any interest to you tonight, but there used to be in uh, retail a constant a system called price checks. And so when uh, you'd, someone would scan an item, if it rang up $1.99, but there was a shelf tag on it that said $1.89 or $1.49, the customer would say, oh, no, 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 the shelf said something else. And they would just pick up their intercom and say, price check on number four, please. I don't ever, I've asked people, I've asked numerous people, Fred Meyer, would you do a price check on that, please? They're like, ah, whatever, whatever. What would you say it was? 99 cents? Okay. I'll, like, no, don't just take my word. Do a price check on it. Validate it. Well, it worked in reverse for me recently. I bought a gas can at Fred Meyer. It was on sale. The sign said it was on sale. And I picked it up, put it in my cart or whatever, and I went home. No, I went right straight to the gas station and started putting gas in it. And on the tailgate of my truck, whoosh, there's a hole in the bottom of this brand new gas can. So I'm like, well, okay. And I cleaned the mess up, went to the cashier at the gas station, said, I got a mess out there. Uh, anyway, went back to Fred Meyer, told him, I said, I've got this brand new gas can, paid $19.99 on sale for it, hole in the bottom. I guess I should have picked it up and looked. I just didn't. You look at gas can bottoms when you buy one. And the lady's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> Where's the gas can? I go, do, do you want me to bring it in here? Anyway, how do I get on these things? I felt like I needed to prove it. I felt like I needed to validate my debate but Paul said it this way don't be overcome with evil but overcome evil with good so if I give myself to demanding retaliation Paul said that's evil don't be overcome with evil which is what I want to do I want to but overcome evil with good that's tough to do. We can act all holy and righteous, but that's tough to do. That's tough to do for praying people. That's tough to do for people that fast and devote their life to God. Is it easy? No. Is it possible? It must be. 
Listen to what Jesus said and then the Apostle Paul. I hear some of you quote these scriptures kind of frequently. And it, I appreciate it. it. It does bless my soul. Matthew 5, 44. Jesus said three things. Love, bless, pray for. Love, bless, pray for. And I've asked the Lord before. Pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. What do you want me to say? I'm not trying to be smart, Alec. I'll get on my knees. I've asked, God, what am I supposed to say? How do I pray for them? Please tell me what it means to pray for them. I know he doesn't, he's not asking me to pray to pay him back. Am I supposed to pray for their prosperity? Am I supposed to pray for their forgiveness? And I'm, God is my witness. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck tonight. What do I say? You told me to love them. I think I know what that means. It's the opposite of hate them, which is what I want to do. I want to. I guess we've got some angels in here tonight. There's the rest of us who are flesh. I know what love means. I do. I do. And I think I know what bless them means. Because when you're a blessing to me, I know how to do that in return. I know how to bless you. And I don't mean that arrogantly. But praying for them. Pray for them. Lord, pray for them. It's a formula that works. Is it easy? No. But loving them, blessing them, praying for them. I've got to get myself around the right people, Brother Justin. When I, when I want to pay back or I want retaliation, I, I know who I can be around. I can't be around people like me. Because I'm going to talk myself into... I'm just being real. I've got to be around people who are more spiritual than me when I'm, when I'm needing to love, to bless, and to pray. Love, bless, pray for them. That is so hard to do. Next thing is the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God, which always, always causes us to triumph. The only way I am capable of overcoming the flesh, loving, blessing, and praying for people who hate me, spitefully use me, persecute me, wrongfully accuse me. The only way is if I can somehow tap into divine intervention. And my divine intervention might come from just be hanging around with you. Someone that just says, no, don't think like that. You've got to think higher than that. You've got to think more spiritual than that. that. That's divine intervention. When I'm carnal, that's divine intervention. When I'm angry... We all need somebody like that, Brother Manny, in our life. We all need somebody that is allowed to tell us, don't think like that. Get your thoughts on a higher plane than that. Don't let yourself get down there like that. 
Paul said God will always cause us to triumph. That's divine intervention. Divine intervention. And, and this last scripture is 1 Corinthians 15, 57. The apostle Paul said he always, or thanks be to God who gives us the victory. So triumph, victory, interchangeable words. Paul said it's all because of his presence in life. The only way I can overcome this hunk of despiteful clay is by divine intervention, the mercy of God. I need him in my life every day. I need him when I'm up and when I'm down. I need him when I'm happy and when I'm unhappy. I need him when I'm hungry or I'm full. I need him when I'm upset or when I'm absolutely on top of the world. I need the Lord. If I'm going to ever overcome evil with good, I've got to have help from on high. It comes so natural to some of you here tonight. Some of you are just eternal optimists. You have no issues forgiving people any you could hear some of the stories we have been told behind closed doors. Think, how are you even alive, much less upright and moving and, and productive in society? Some people just, they just roll with the flow. And my hat is tipped to you. I'm telling you, I'm in awe of you. But for the rest of us, I need help from on high. I need help from the Lord. I talked to a pastor earlier today, and, and he was just telling me about some things going on in his, in his life, in his church. And, and so, there's so it's so frequent that what's going on here goes on over there. And he was telling me about the good things of God going on and how people just are waking up with an attitude, waking up spiritually with an attitude to worship God. So that just opened the door for me. Talk about praise works and 500, why not? One thing after another. And after about 15 minutes, I realized, Brother Lance, we were on the phone together, just iron, sharpening iron. And I got off that phone call feeling so... That's what it's about. We don't have enough time in the day to tell each other all of our sad stories. Speaking, I mean, what you're going through, some of you, it's tough. But it's so much easier to say, God, I'm tired of just looking for an open door to pay somebody back. I'm tired of just be looking for a chance to speak my mind. I'm tired of looking for an opportunity just to let him know what I think. I'd much rather say, Father, forgive them. God, help her, would you, tonight? God, help him find his way to heaven again, to the, to the gates of heaven. Stand with me tonight. Can I do that? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. In the presence of God, with the help of the Lord, you can do that. You can overcome evil with good. Now listen, I, want, I wanted to tell you this earlier, but I'll tell you now because better late than never. I've just felt in prayer that 2023... We're going to do our best to dissect the book of Proverbs out of your Bible. Oh, you're, I haven't made it even through the third chapter of James, and I told you back in January we're going to do that. 
and it's almost December. So, But that's what we're going to start on and get into the book of Proverbs, the wisdom of God that we need. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all of your getting, get understanding. God will help you and I through all of this stuff that we're trying to navigate through. And all the while, my anger is saying, lash out. Speak up. Say something. And the wisdom of God is saying, silence. So much easier, or so much more effective at least, if we'll just learn to control and be silent in the wisdom of God. Love you tonight. God is so good.